what came to mind is thinking of like you're you're giving birth to all these babies. And some are tall and some are short, and some have redhead and some have freckles, and occasionally there's one born without a toe. And your your job is to birth them as best you can and send them out in the world. And when you love when they all have perfect and ten toes, they, maybe you can still love the one that's got nine. Wow, that's a good analogy. Welcome to the Do the Impossible podcast. I'm your host, Jason Drees. Don't forget to join me every Monday at 10 a.m. Central for my Monday Mindset Reset. Go to mondaymindsetreset.com to sign up. On today's episode, I have a very interesting, amazing human being. His name is Alex. I've spoke to him before. I've met him because he's done some stuff with the military and part of the David Perez uh, podcast. Uh, I think he co-launched the podcast, Military to Millionaire. Making a big impact on the world, and in the past, I don't know, was it six, eight months, made a big shift, moved to Maui, chasing Brandon around, having fun, making him look good. Creative director, he's engaged, he's 40, he's doing cool shit. <laughs> Alex, man, how are you, man? It's very good to see you. I'm great. Life is great. Thankful That's to awesome. be here. That's awesome. Look, yeah, yeah, um, it's great to connect. So what should we talk about today? Like, how can I help? What can I give you some coaching on? Yeah, uh, a little backstory. So I, about a year and a half ago, I was, uh, I'm, a, I'm a real estate investor. Actually, I'm, a, I'm a, mostly a former real estate investor. Real estate has served me really well, but I, uh, I got out while the getting was good, let's say. And I, I've been chasing my, my passion to cameras and I was having a little bit of a, uh, it's so funny. You're going to love this, right? This is right up your alley. It's so funny. The narrative that we tell ourselves is always true. I mean, it's a little bit of a, it's always true. Let's just say that. And so I was like, eh, I never really wanted to be a real estate investor, but I was a little bit weird about calling myself a full-time camera guy because uh, re- the reality is cameras don't make as much money as real estate. So I was apprehensive. And then I talked to Jason Drees and he's like, dude, just basically you, you gave me a little coaching. And I was like, look, I'm just going to be a camera guy. And it's just what I want to do. And it doesn't make as much, it's not as profitable as um, real estate, but it's, it's just what, it, it's what the universe gave me. I'm good at it. I enjoy it. I like it. And so from that meeting, that, that sort of pushed me over an edge that I was, I was grappling with. And then I, uh, within a few months, I moved out to Maui and I'm a full-time camera guy and I love it. Uh, but now I, you know, I'm at another little bit of a barrier where I don't want to just be the camera guy. I want to grow a team out here because there's, there's things I'm good at and there's things I'm bad at. And I want to, um, you know, I'm, I'm in a really unique position. I'm, I'm, I, I want to grow my brand as well because I want to help other entrepreneurs um, who want to create content? I, I, production is my is my favorite favorite thing in the world. So I want to, you know, increase my ability to produce, and I want to help other people produce. And I'm I'm actually having a really hard week. So I'm very thankful that you and I are speaking right now because I need yeah. to bust through some plateaus. So well, fantastic. Life, and, and, <laughs> yeah, let's bust through some plateaus. And I and I and I'm pretty sure you were convinced that I hypnotized you on the last call. I've heard you say that a couple times. I have told everybody who will listen that you hypnotized me. <laughs> I'm not, I am not That's saying so it behind funny. your back. I told you to your face. No, but um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I hypnotize, hypnotism has a very negative connotation. And you know me well enough, to, to long enough to know, like, I'm sort of an abrasive guy for fun. Uh, military background, you know, grew up in a household of a, of a uh, antagonism. So I, I have that streak. But uh, I mean, no ill will. You did a, you did a great, yeah. um, you did a great service to me. And, I, I I think hypnotism has a social baggage, but you 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 got through to me in a way that 
I can't explain. And I believe that it's, let's call it hypnotist adjacent. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so I need, I need some more of it. I'm no, back for more. I'm not, that. I'm, I'm not being negative. Okay, well, let's do some more. But it was awesome because I remember you were like, I'm like, what are you passionate about? And you're like, photography and creation. And you're, we're ta- and David, we're talking real estate investing. And I'm like, go do that. And, and then when I heard that Brandon hired you for his creative director and you're going there and helping him with the new podcast and the Better Life Trial, I was like, that is so awesome. So I'm super excited about that because, yeah, when you follow your passion, that's where the magic goes. So... You're saying you want to do more. You want to expand your brand. You want to expand this. So how can I help you on this call? Well, two things. I'll tell you the two things I'm struggling with. Um, one, I, I need to learn how to hire people better. Um, and I'm, I'm, at a, I'm at a point where I'm, I'm just... I have very few tools uh, to do that. I, I, I'm certainly capable, but I definitely have a few tools. And some of my personality, because I'm such a, I'm a, such of a you know, again, military, I'm like, just go solve the mission. Um, it gets in my way of like stopping and hiring out and letting somebody else do the mission. So I need some help figuring out how to build a team and manage a team. And, and I have some strengths in that and I have some weaknesses there. And the other one is, um, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to do as great as I can for Brandon, but I do think that there's a piece of me that's like, Hey, if people knew this, this content production revolution is happening where every single entrepreneur is going to want to produce high quality content and I want to help them. But I also want to help use that to serve Brandon because I want everybody to know, like, this is my superpower. And I want everybody to know that yeah. Brandon got the best. And so me getting my brand out there saying and helping other people produce, he's, they're going to be like, who is this guy? And I want them, I want to, I want to use that to help the Better Life uh, Brandon and Better Life mission. So my brand as the production, mm-hmm. you know, and, and also I want to be able to build the production out here. So I'm not just doing it all myself. Okay. So. I understand the situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's your specific question? Why am I so bad at finding, delegating, and managing people? Because you're not a manager. I'm a terrible manager. You're right. And you're, ne- and, you're, and you're never going to be. No, I don't want to be. You're- no, and and you are like me. You're you're on the visionary side, you know. But let me ask you um, this: so in business, yeah, uh, I think I could be a really good leader. Well, you could be. Yes, yeah, you can be a visionary and be a leader. Um, but I'm guessing. I'm just kind of guessing that maybe in the role and with the fast ramp that you're going through, some more leadership is needed, and, and I'm sorry, some more management may be needed, and that's why you're asking the question. Um, the thing is, you may never be an amazing manager. I don't want to be. So I know you don't want to be a good manager. So let's, let's notice, like, are you, is that a current, is that a current job duty you're trying to fill? Or is this something you're trying to proactively go do in it that hasn't happened yet? Um, I think the the management piece, I think part of the problem is, um, you know, we need a little bit more management in our company. So people have sort of defaulted to say like, everybody needs to be a better manager and they mean well, but you know, I'm here. I'm not going to be a good manager. And so I'm sort of feel like I'm I sort of feel like I'm failing in a way where I'm like, I can't do the thing that they need me to do. But I mean, I do, a, I do the piece that I need to do, but 
Uh, I don't, I don't know if it just means like, Hey, do I just need a little, do I just need a VA, like a great VA that's an assistant that can brain, that I can brain dump to and they can organize things or, or I, yeah, I'm struggling with the solution a little bit, but we need more management in the company and it's not going to come from me, unfortunately. Well, yeah. And it's not going to, cause you're, you're, you're the visual, you're the artist, right? So the artists aren't managers. Managers are like the dream job for a manager is to be like C, you know, COO. Right. That's the dream job for a manager, right? An operator. Your dream job isn't CEO. Yours is like CEO, CEO, visionary, like all of that stuff. So now, as far as hiring, I've managed to hire pretty amazing people. I use resources around me to do it. I use it. I use one of my my partner, a company I work with is my integrator. So I use them in the for the management pieces I suck at. But I will say the model that I follow for hiring is really simple. It's three things. Can do, will do, team fit. Can they do the job? Will they do the job? And are they a team fit? Because if you can, if you remember that through your lens, that'll really set you up for success and getting the right person in there. Can do, will do, team fit. That's how I hire. Make sense? Yes. Um, and the best thing you can do is really like, like you're going to need to compartmentalize it to manage it effectively. Like if there needs some management there, you need to break it down into simple, repeatable steps because the, where the managers are good, managers are good at running systems, building systems and running systems. Oh my God. You're speaking. These are, these are four letter words to me. Exactly. <laughs> but you, but, but at a basic, but at a basic level, you can still do it. It takes more energy. It takes more effort. You could say, okay, every week this team needs this, and there's a there's a, an accountability every single week. So management drives accountability. Now, if the business has resources to hire staff, you could hire a manager to do it. You know, so depending on where it's at, because if you don't have at some point, management is going to be uh, like a uh, it's going to. It's going to trip up the, it's going to be like a stick in the, in the spokes, right? It's going to trip up the machine because it needs integration. And Brandon's not an integrator. He's a visionary. He can do He's basic integration, but as that, as that thing keeps growing and expanding, it needs that skill set to pull it all together. Yeah. We do have a guy on the team who's wonderful. And I'm trying to, I, I had a really, I had a bit of an ego hit last week where I'm also bad at running meetings for the same reason. Um, because it's, you know, my brain is chaos and I don't know how to organize my brain nor do, nor do I try. I'm just like brain dump. Every time you have a conversation with me, it's just brain dump because that's just what I do. And so I, I go into these meetings and somebody's like, this is chaos. And I'm like, why am I running a meeting? But the problem I had, I, I, I sort of reconciled it, but maybe it's valuable to tell you, like I turned the meeting over or I said, Hey, I'm going to slowly start turning the meeting over to this, this guy under me. Um, mm -hmm. because he's just more organized. Even, even though it, you know, it feels like a relinquish of, I don't want to say power, but yeah, I mean, it's ego, right? It's like, Hey, I want to be in charge. Um, so, but he's better at it. I think he's going to be better at it. Well, leadership is, is also knowing when to use the right person to lead. Sure. And a great leader, a great leader knows when they're not the right person to lead. Yeah. So with meetings, one good idea for meetings is to cut the length of them in half, <laughs> just cut it in half. It cuts the fluff out and have an outcome for each meeting. The outcome of this meeting is to discuss this. 
period. And you don't start the meeting without a clear outcome. Because your brain is visual, it's non non-linear. Like some of those things you shouldn't even when it comes into procedural things that don't involve creativity or vision or the, that you should not be involved in. Yeah. Now you may want to be involved in and you may be allowed to be involved in, but you're like me, like your brain, like my brain does that too. Like I'm doing six things at the same time this morning as I'm working on some stuff. I was like, I'm work, like all over the place because my brain has, I doesn't focus, doesn't focus in a single way like that in a linear fashion. So you you need to think of yourself as like a disruptor. Everything I do is I'm doing six things at once or I'm always thinking about five other things when I'm doing one. And yeah. it's it's somewhat, it feels productive sometimes, but a lot of times it's just chaos. But I can't do it any other way. I can't just sit there and do one thing. And It's who you are. It's it's like yeah. every every superpower has, every superhero has a weakness, right? So, so but you are a disruptor. So if they're having a meeting about membership engagement or something like that, that's probably not the place for you to be involved. Even though you're invited, even though you're welcomed, if it needs stability and consistency and accountability, it's not that you don't have those things. You're just not wired that way. Yeah. I, um, dude, I agree with all this. I, my, I'll tell you another sort of, I'll tell you another vulnerable thing. My worry is that I will find all the ways in the company that I'm not useful before I find all the ways that I am useful. And somebody will say, what the heck do we have Alex here for? I know that's, that's not ex it's like a 60, 70% feeling. Okay. Is this too good to be true or do you belong here? Um, no, I belong because I, I say that stuff and then I'm like, you know, if you got somebody else to do what I do, which what I do with the podcast and the production and content, um, w w doing what I do is incredibly, incredibly hard to replace actually. Um, but I am getting bogged down to all the stuff that I think I'm getting bogged down with the things that they think they need or they want out of me. And I'm like, I can't do those. And what it does, is it prevents me from doing the things that I'm good at. Yeah. And so and it's very normal in a small business, in a startup small business to have a lot of people carrying a different loads. Um, but I will say that Brandon's stuff looks better than ever before. It looks the best it's ever oh. been. And that's a very important piece of it. So, so there's a little bit of work to do around some of the, there's some, some misalignment in your old mindset there. There's a little bit of work to do there to get aligned with that. And and probably get more clear because the less you get spread in the wrong direction, you're more the more powerful you're going to be in the right direction. Yeah, and, I agree. And let's also allow ourselves to be in the frame where you're already growing your brand simply by being doing what you do right now. Oh, one hundred. People see yeah. you everywhere. So, yeah. cause, so, because you said, I want to grow my brand. So you started out with a couple thoughts of things you wanted to do. And you said them from a place of, I need, I need to take action to make those happen. So let's move, let's just shift into a place of alignment right now with, well, wait, that's already happening. 
my exposure is happening, my my visibility is happening, my brand is happening, it's growing. I do what I love. I if they want some help, I'll try. And what I'm going to do moving forward is be really clear, guys. Do you want you you know that I'm if you want to ask my opinion, I'm going to give you 17 answers to one question. That's how my brain. Do you want do you want my 17 answers? And I, I love you guys. I'll help, but maybe I should not be involved in this. Yeah, I did that this week, but it is definitely a um, a growing. It is a it is a growing pain a little bit. I I'm I'm usually pretty good about separating, like you know, just emotional, reactional, like uh, neuroticism and like what's reality. Um, I'm sort of of the opinion that Matt and Brandon think I'm doing a tremendous, a good job. Like I know that, but emotionally I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm not doing, I'm really bad at the things I'm bad at. And, <laughs> and just trying to get those to, to be okay with that. Um, has been, it's just, you know, it's, I'm sure it's very common, right? It's just not easy to be like, Oh, I'm, well, I'm bad at these things that well, we need. You are a tortured artist, You're, right? You're the tortured artist, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never heard anybody say that. Yeah. I am a tortured artist. A hundred percent. I've, and I and I know a couple. I know other artists, right? And I see artists in like I could, you know, if I call my artist, it's coaching, but it's not like I'm delivering a, a, a making anything physical, you know. Like I remember that there was that clip. I don't know if you've seen the oatmeal that comic strip, um, where he drew this little character and he goes, "I made something and I and I wanted to give it to you." And right before I gave it to you, it said, "No, it's crap," and I threw it in the trash. <laughs> And basically, he was like, that's what it's like to be an artist, right? Everything you think is crap, even though everyone else loves it, you know? So oh my God. there's you, that. You're speaking, you're, there, you're speaking my entire like last six years of content right now, or like of, of cameras. Yes. So yeah. your growth in this life is going through the process of realizing the gifts, the talents that are you. Yours just happen to be expressed visually. Yeah, Mine are expressed orally some people are expressed financially right yeah yeah it's funny because you said um oh the podcast looks better than it's ever looked and i'm like dude you have no idea how much i hate everything that we put out i mean i'm proud of it but also i'm like this is like a 60 percent solution wait till i get good <laughs> wait till i can get what i make what i actually want to make you know it's funny and and that um, last percent which you're saying is 60 percent that that last part is ownership It's you, the la the, that next hump of you taking it to where you know is possible is you owning what you can do. It's your confidence. Yeah. Your self-belief. Yeah. It's coming along. I definitely have a lot of, I definitely have a, stuff, a lot of stuff I want to prove, but I always will. And I like that part of it. It continues to getting better, but. And, and 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 you still are, are arguing for your limitation right here as I'm complimenting you. And it's funny because I, I I was on the podcast and it was the it was setup was awesome. And he's in Austin and every time it looks different every, and amazing every single time. It's amazing. And but it, what I say doesn't matter. It's what you think that matters. And you're a brilliant artist. Your job is to yeah. accept that, own that. Oh my God, dude. No. Uh, taking compliments is like, you want to talk about weaknesses? You want to talk about weaknesses? Taking compliments is like my, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, that's a whole other, that's a whole other coaching 
problem we have to undo. Yeah. And because what that really reflects is your, the status of the relationship with yourself. Yeah. And like most yeah. people, especially, you know, men, especially military, you know, like we've put aside that shit for some time to get the job done. And, yeah. but for everybody, your relationship for your, with yourself will be a roadblock or accelerator at some point. Like yeah. that, you can live the rest of your life and just be the same way, or you can evolve into acceptance, appreciation, and wonder for what you really are. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard, dude. I have moments, too, where I'm like, okay, that's amazing. I, and I made it. And then sometimes it's very hard. And if I don't, uh, you know, military, right? If you don't meet the standard, which is unknown and undefined uh, in art, right? In my art, if unknown, undefined, and yeah. uh, ever-changing. Uh, if I don't meet the standard, then like the military is very much like, you know, you either meet the sta- standard or you fail the standard. And so it's, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's hard. There's times where I'm like, okay, I'm the best there ever was. There, there's nobody that, you know, they could have gotten that's better. And then sometimes, you know, we put out an episode this week that I, I don't love the way I, I did it. And, you know, I'm just beating myself up. So it's hard. Yeah. But you can change that if you want to. Yeah, got to get better. Because got to work harder. The, the, well, that's one point of view, but you can also understand the quality of that podcast episode is not up to you. The quality uh, of that podcast episode, it, it, it's not up to you. It's literally an energetic combination of Brandon and the guest. And the guest's uh, alignment level with life, with Brandon, with the success of that show is going to determine what works. If you show up and you have a light go out or stuff start breaking, like that's not you. That's like life and the frequency of that situation based on all the people in it. Yeah. Sure. It's a, it's definitely a combination. It's the same. It's a, the opposite is true too, right? When the podcast does well, I'm like, well, you know, it looked nice, but most people listen to it. It's Brandon. And, and I like that. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's, it's something I have to work on for sure because the podcast has been going well. It looks great. I've been working hard. I, I'm making magic out of a 112 square foot little sea shed. Um, a lot of times or know, mobile. Isn't it 400 both and 400,000 downloads? Was that it? 400,000 this week? Yeah. I just saw six months. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad at all. Not bad. Um, yeah. So it, my, my, uh, my fiance is really good about this. She's the most optimistic person in the world. And you know, she, she tries to help, but my, my ability to be okay with it all and proud of it all is definitely a struggle, an ongoing struggle. I have moments for sure. I have moments where it's like, dude, this is great. And then sometimes I'm like, Oh my God, it's so hard. It sucks. <laughs> Tortured artist, dude. I'm gonna go put that on my Instagram. That's like you. you well, you but, real but hard let's not live there. Let's not live there. Sure, sure. That's fair. Yeah, that's a good. Point. But that's a pattern. That's a pattern, right? That that an identity pattern of identity that you and other artists had be in. But let's not stay there. Like, as if you lived your life as a, a tortured artist, and then you solved everything that you thought you needed that, that you wanted to solve. What would you be then? 
uh, reformed tortured artist. <laughs> okay, so let's start as let so let's start as the reformed tortured artist. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes what you perceive as imperfection is actually what's needed for the right people to see it. So yeah. maybe we shift our focus around the creative process to looking to our reaction to looking to shift instead of focusing simply on our reaction to what we create and then shifting it to the, the reaction of those that see it. Yeah. You know, uh, I'll give you an example. I made this piece of content with Brandon a few months ago. We were just tinkering around in the shed and I made this, it, it just, I, I, they posted it and I'm in, I'm in bed with my fiance and I'm like, you know, they posted it and I'm okay with art going out. That's not always my favorite. That's just part of being an artist. And I, I kind of got over that much earlier, thankfully, because that's definitely the first hump. You're like, Hey, you have to put out stuff that's just imperfect. And that's the way it is. And I got over that. And so I put out this piece of content and they posted it. I, I made it. I sent it out to the social media person. She posted, I, I see it on the internet. I show Miss Kate. And I go, dude, I hate this. Look at this piece of content. I hate the way this looks. It was not lit the way I like. It was dark. I don't like the coloring. I just, this is the, I hate this. I swear, Jason, within 30 seconds, I get a text message between me, Brandon, and uh, our social media manager. He's like, I love the way this looks. Yeah. Can we make more of this? This is great. And it, it's a good reminder, like, you know, with art, right? Like you said, like what you make, it, it, yeah. it doesn't, it's not for it's, me. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. almost like what came to mind is thinking of like, you're, you're giving birth to all these babies. And some are tall and some are short and some have redhead and some have freckles. And occasionally there's one born without a toe. And your, your job is to birth them as best you can and send them out in the world. And when you love when they all have perfect and 10 toes, they, maybe you can still love the one that's got nine. Oh, that's a good analogy. Yeah. And in, in cameras, yeah, we talk about um, my... my my first camera mentor who I still talk to, he says, um, I, I have this thing. I never throw away pictures. I have hard drives and hard drives and hard drives of a decade now of, of raw photos that I'll just never look at and never do anything with. And he's like, yeah, those are your babies. I delete them. I, I don't keep us up. I, he's babies. like, but you, they're your babies. And, uh, it's funny to use that so, analogy because like, I'm like, yeah, they're all. So it's so, and, and right now, you have babies in process that are ready to be that are that are one's going to be born today, the next podcast episode, the next episode. So maybe there's a way for you to feel in the flow of this and just oh that's interesting because sometimes if if everything was amazing, nothing would be amazing. Yeah, it's the contrast as well. Yeah, if they were all there's an interesting thing in in what I do, which is um there's the um the the news anchor lighting where like they just blast you with light so there's no shadows on the news anchor's face and when there's no shadows you see no imperfections mm -hmm. and yeah i don't do that because i just don't like that lighting i don't want to let people to look perfect i want them to look imperfect now there's a time and place and i'm i'm learning a little bit how to use that in the right in the right moments but mm -hmm. i never do that lighting because i never want anybody to look perfect and again I, there's a time and place I'm, I'm trying to get i'm trying to you know broaden my my tool set but that's an interesting uh, dynamic too, because if I wanted everybody to look perfect, it would look the news, right? It's not artistic. It's boring, right? Everybody looks perfect. And then you're like, Oh, there's just these fake. Um, they're just voices, right? They don't have any personality. It's our imperfections that show our personality. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Like the podcast episode as I was on, I thought the shirt I was going to wearing was look good and it looked terrible. And I looked at the pictures. I'm like, oh my God, that shirt looks terrible. What was I thinking? But I was like, no, well, that's what had happened that day. You know? So you were in that black shirt. Is that right? I've, no, I was wearing this green shirt. It wasn't tucked in and it was a little linen. It was wrinkled and it just like didn't look good, you know? And it was an expensive shirt. So I didn't and I think I was, I, I did. So I was like, oh, that looked crap. But at the same time, I've just, I have, I got to a point where I got so tired of beating myself up that I finally gave up. Oh, I would love to. And I said, that's what I, that's what I look like. (laughs) That's what I did. That's, that's what I did. I'm going to stop spending my time worrying about what I am and what I'm not. And I'm gonna start focusing on where I'm going and what I'm doing. So maybe focus on the impact of your work and maybe there's a deeper connection. And maybe if we work together longer, I could probably help you a little bit more, but there are some, there's some frames, like there's some point of views you're operating from that are making you feel this way. Right? Like, like you're operating in some form of point of view that says there's things that you can create that, that, that the target is perfection even though it's impossible to measure perfection in what you do. Impossible. So we want, may want to look at shifting some of those frames to bring you into more alignment so you're spending less energy arguing with yourself. Yeah. And that way we can direct that because that's causing internal misalignment and that is burning energy and time, presence, focus, so that you can start to get directed. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I am my worst. I am. Yeah, everybody in the world, everybody I run into, either they're they're ha- like people at work, they're happy with my work. People that see my content, they love it. I am definitely. Uh, I say this to my not the whole time. Like I am my own worst enemy, and unfortunately, I am a very very formidable opponent. Well, maybe you should drop that story. Yeah, because that story. Beating yourself up, downplaying yourself, it also protects you. It protects you, and it's also a possible outlet mechanism to keep you safe. Because what happens if you gave it everything that you ever had and you failed? What would happen then? So sometimes sometimes we hide behind these stories of our weakness or even recurring jokes about ourselves because actually it's at some level they're trying to keep us safe from the from our from our biggest dreams coming true yeah so let's just remember this conversation right now and then throw that out and 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 say this out loud i'm my big i'm my biggest fan oh my god say that i am my biggest, I'm my fan. biggest fan i am my biggest fan alex you're, alex you're awesome Thank you, dude. Thank you. No, no, say that. Alex, you're awesome. Oh, Alex, you're awesome. I'm your biggest fan. I am your biggest fan. How did that feel? Awful. (laughs) I felt difficult. And maybe, maybe that's part of the point, right? It shouldn't, it shouldn't be that. So that's, that's your homework. When you wake up in the morning, you look to look in the mirror in the bathroom and say, Alex, you're, you're awesome. I'm your biggest fan. Or amazing or wonderful. Because the thing is, like, 
the problem isn't what you're doing. The problem is your story about the problem. Because okay. the problem isn't a problem. It's just what is right now in this moment. But there's a story about it that's saying what is is wrong. So let's just change the story to I create. I love creation. I do some behind the film, behind the social media, behind the screen. I do this. Some I think is amazing. Something Some I think is even more amazing. Sometimes I flow with magic. Sometimes I can't get the lighting right. It's like I'm dancing with magic. Sometimes I get it. Sometimes I don't. But I love the process. That's why I do it. And you know something? Even And I'm guessing that probably some of the stuff that I would have said is my worst stuff is probably something that's impacted people very much. 100%. You get to choose. You get to choose the narrative at which you live by. And the narrative you are living by right now, you're outgrowing it. It's got you to this point, but now it's starting to hold you back. You don't need that anymore. You don't need that self-judgment. You don't need that old stuff from the military. You just need to be you, be in your magic, expand, create, and feel good about it. Dude, you're great. This is working. This is crazy. <laughs> this is great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Because it's I'm simply speaking from the frame of alignment. That's it. That's my gift. So, yeah. so let's notice how easy this is. Hey, let's do more of this. More and more and more. Awesome. You good? I feel great. Fantastic. Well, I guess we should wrap up there then. It's great talking to you today. Yeah. Dude, always good to talk to you. I'm so glad you're in my life. Thank you. <laughs> Likewise, Alex. And thanks for watching the Do the Impossible podcast. I'm Jason Drees. To get your own experience of coaching, go to freeintrosession.com. Otherwise, I will see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Don't forget to go to mondaymindsetreset.com to sign up for my free Monday Mindset Alignment call that happens every Monday at 10 o'clock central. I'll see you there.